Problem is, if you call yourself a coach or a consultant, you sound like everybody else. Everybody and their brother and their sister is a coach or a consultant these days, right? They're an expert. I'll draw the distinction between expert and thought leader thusly. An expert is someone who knows something. They have expertise. Problem is that they're a dime a dozen and they're not all that valuable to people. But a thought leader, a thought leader is someone who's known for knowing something. A thought leader is the sought after go-to person in their space. Welcome to Reinventing Perspectives. Today we have an amazing guest. We have Nikki below. Nikki, please let us know who you are and what's your mission. Priscilla, I am an immigrant to the West. I originally come from Iran, the Middle East. My family and I are Christian Ashuris, Assyrians. And we left Iran after the Islamic Revolution because my father, he was very far-sighted. He could see that things were going to get rough for non-Muslims in Iran. And God bless my late father for having the foresight to bring his family out of the country so we get to live in the free West and, you know, every single day I listen to people here complain about how intolerant and horrible the West is. And I go, you guys don't know what that means. You need to go back to my country and you'll see what real intolerance is like. Because when I was 11 years old, someone threw a Molotov cocktail through our living room window with a note on it that said, die, Christian Ashuri scum. It didn't blow up, which is why you and I are speaking today. Every day I give thanks to God Almighty for having me and my family live in a free country. So that's first and foremost as far as who I am and what I'm all about. Secondly, I'm a champion of freedom, free expression, and free enterprise. I believe that's important. Every entrepreneur needs to be able to express themselves freely. Every entrepreneur needs to have free enterprise to be able to grow a business. And so I'm always a champion for that. My late father, he was an entrepreneur. His proudest boast when he would come home to me when I was a boy would be, you know, son, we fed 51 families this week. Ours and his 50 employees. He was a very proud man. He lifted himself up by the bootstraps. I think entrepreneurs are society's greatest heroes. You have a dream, and because of your dream, you create jobs for people. You create opportunities for people that you do business with. With the products and services you offer to the world, you make the world a better place. Only entrepreneurs and entrepreneurship and free enterprise make that possible. Government sure as heck doesn't do it. Government is the problem usually, not the solution to most things. So that's who I am. That's what I'm all about. I've also made over 500 media appearances on podcast, TV, and radio shows. I've written eight books. My latest one is called How to Create a Million Dollar a Year Income with Mr. Perry Wong. Mr. Perry Wong is the top insurance broker in Canada for his area of specialty. It's a fantastic book. Anyone who wants to increase their sales, I really enjoyed it. It's on Amazon. My biggest belief in the world is I want to help every entrepreneur who has a dream become successful. I have a vision where I see a billion entrepreneurs around the world being millionaires. That's my vision. I know I can't do it by myself, but that's what I want to see happen. Thank you for an amazing intro and such a powerful story of your father having the foresight to do this for his family. It's really amazing. I know you glossed over this. Nikki is an international best-selling author of the book Finish Line Thinking, How to Think and Win Like a Champion. And I love your message that you love to see entrepreneurs win. If you could share one thing that you'd say, entrepreneurs, this is where you're going wrong. I've seen this so many times. If you can shift it this way. There's a lot of great entrepreneurs out there who have skills, especially service-driven entrepreneurs. They want to make a difference for their fellow man and woman, okay? And the problem is, though, they're afraid to sell. They don't want to come across as salesy. They don't want to come across as pushy. They're a good person. They don't want to think 
my God, I'm one of these people that stinks of commission breath, that all I want to do is make the sale and get that commission. So quite often, they don't go forward and ask for business because they're worried about doing that. They don't get the business because there's a fear, there's an imposter syndrome going on over there. And to me, that's a mistake because honestly, you're a good person. You got to reframe it from selling to serving. You're here to serve people. You're not here to sell them. Nobody wants to be sold, but everybody wants to buy something that they need. People are here because they have a problem and you have a solution to that problem. You are a problem solver. Business is, after all, all about solving acute problems that people face. And I think if you want to be successful as an entrepreneur, you need to look at the people that you're helping as people that have that acute problem and you as a servant. You are a servant leader brought here from God. And if you go forward and you serve people, you're going to help them become successful and you're going to help them win. It's a beautiful thing. It truly is. Thank you so much for giving us that shift in mindset to follow up on that, Nikki. People don't want to come across salesly and they don't want to feel like salespeople. And at the same time, it's almost like you can't avoid having to learn the sales techniques. And a lot of times the sales techniques that are taught Uh, what kind of make people feel a little that's the entire problem of why people aren't successful is because they're looking at techniques many of the techniques you're right are gross they're yucky they don't make you feel good about yourself no question about it but if you're coming from a place of service it almost doesn't matter what you do or what you say you just need to come in front of someone and say look i care about you i want to see you succeed in what you're doing you have this problem tell me more about your problem let's find out exactly what's going on here and I'll help you solve your problem. If you come to it from that perspective, it's natural that a person goes, yes, I want to solve that problem. Yes, I'd like your help. Then at that point, it's really not a sale. It's an opportunity to be of service to that person. You ask them, look, would you like to solve this problem? Would you like my help with it? This is the investment required. And shall we get started? Let's you know, do up the paperwork. Let's collect payment and let's get it going. Because after all, business, a transaction is really an exchange of energy. But if you don't ask for the energy back for the energy you give, there's a mismatch. It's not going to work out well for you or for them. In fact, people like to pay because they feel good that when they're paying, they're getting the result, the energetic exchange is there. When they don't pay, it feels weird. feels weird. I had a friend of mine who was my best friend and he was in business and I offered to coach him for free, Priscilla, for free. And then I had a fellow who was nobody to me. I didn't know him and I didn't coach him for free. I charged him couple hundred thousand dollars to work with me. Well, the fellow that I coached for free quit in two months, got no results. The fellow that I charged a couple hundred thousand dollars to made two and a half million dollars. Who got the better deal? (laughs) Right? Oh, thank you. I'm glad I asked that question now because I knew you were taking us somewhere and you took us there and we got it. (laughs) So thanks for that. Nikki, I know you're an expert in thought leadership. Please tell us a little bit about your podcast and then tell us what is thought leadership well my podcast is called the thought leader revolution i've been fortunate enough to interview close to you know 400 people on that podcast they all are experts many of them are some of the top thought leaders in the world i've had the good fortune of interviewing jack canfield and mark victor hansen who created chicken soup for the soul dr john maxwell who's the world's number one leadership expert marie forleo who is oprah winfrey's coach the list goes on and on and on of some great people 
that have been on the show. And what they do is they share their stories and their best tips and techniques and strategies for success with my audience. Now, thought leadership. I think thought leadership is very powerful. There's a lot of people out there who are in the coaching and consulting space. And the problem is if you call yourself a coach or a consultant, you sound like everybody else. Everybody and their brother and their sister is a coach or a consultant these days, right? They're an expert. I'll draw the distinction between expert and thought leader thusly. An expert is someone who knows something. They have expertise. The problem is that they're a dime a dozen, right? And they're not all that valuable to people. But a thought leader, a thought leader is someone who's known for knowing something. A thought leader is the sought after, go-to person in their space. And they are rare and valuable. If you're a thought leader in your space, people are going to take a look and want to do business with you in your space because you are the go-to expert, the go-to authority. And that's the distinction between thought leader and expert. Another way to put it, and by the way, that's not original to me. Matt Church came up with that. So shout out to Matt Church for that. Another way to put it, which also is not original to me, a man named uh, David Muirman Scott came up with it. That is really beautifully put. It goes something like this. An expert is like a cover band while a thought leader plays original music. Isn't that beautiful? I love that. Nikki, how did you get to this point? You've done a lot of amazing things. I think we'd spend the entire episode just talking about all the amazing things you've done. Like, how did you get to this point in what you do with the passion you have? I went through a lot of hard knocks. I didn't like to sell. I didn't want to be seen as a pushy person. I was afraid of asking for the sale. And, you know, those thoughts still come into my head from time to time. I'm a good Persian boy and we're taught to be polite and not pushy and all that good stuff. But the truth of the matter is that the only way to be successful is to reframe my thinking. And on a daily basis, what I do is I look for three people to speak to. And the question I ask them is, hey, how's your business going? Are you achieving your goals? Are you happy with the progress that you're currently making inside of your business and your efforts to grow it? And if I were to ask you that, Priscilla, you know, I'd wait to hear what your answer is. And what would your answer be? You'd say, yes, I'm happy with it. You'd say, no, I'm not happy with it. Or you'd say, well, it's going okay. Some way good, some way bad. And if it's a yes, well, then it's a yes. Then there's really no reason to proceed with the conversation. But if it's a no or somewhat happy but somewhat unhappy, then my next question is, what isn't working about it for you? Do you not have enough clients? Are you not getting enough leads? Are you getting enough leads but you're not able to convert those leads into clients that you love and care about and do business with? And then that's the sort of question that I ask. And then, you know, you'd answer me. You'd go, well, I'm getting some leads but, you know, I could use more and, yeah, my conversion ratio could be higher, right? And then I'd go, okay, great. So let's take a look at why your conversion ratio isn't higher. So I just go deep into what isn't working about your business. And if what isn't working about your business is something that I can help you with, then I want to offer to help you. I'm going to tell you, hey, Priscilla, I know how to help get you out of the mindset of, you know, sales is bad and get you into the mindset of service is good (laughs) and advocacy is amazing. And I'll say, look, I'm going to help you achieve your dream. I'm going to help you get to a point where you're growing a quarter million dollar, half a million dollar, a million dollar, two million dollar your business. And do you want to do this? Are you ready to stop being stuck? And you're going to say, yeah, I'm ready to stop being stuck. Or you're going to say, well, maybe I'm not ready to stop being stuck. But if you're ready to stop being stuck, I'm going to make you an offer. I'm going to tell you I've got a program and this program will absolutely solve these problems for you. This program will help you get to your dream. So are you ready to say yes to your dream? Not say yes to my program. Who cares about my program? Say yes to your dream. My program is just a vehicle to help you get to your dream. And if you're a yes, I want to register you. And if you're, I'm not sure, whatever, 
I'm going to keep talking to you. I'll get you to a yes or no. That's what I do. It's a great process. People deserve to win, Priscilla. You know what I mean? People deserve to be successful. There's a lot of good people out there who should be getting business but aren't getting business. They're not getting business because they're getting in their own way. And honestly, if I can help somebody get out of their own way and have the greatness that God Almighty intended for them to achieve here on this earth, then, you know, when I go to my grave, they'll put on my epitaph, good father, good husband, good friend, good son, and a man who cared. And that's what I care about. Beautiful energy. When you are a new entrepreneur, what helped you to make that reframe? This is a very good question, actually. I was trying to do it by myself, and I realized that wasn't working, and I had to get help. <laughs> so I got myself a mentor, <laughs> and that mentor helped me reframe things. Hashtag don't do 2022 alone. Doing it alone is the kiss of death. So you need good mentors, you need good community, good support. I had a mentor, I was part of a community, and that's what made me determined to be a good mentor and to create a good community for the people that we work with. How can a new or early entrepreneur create a compelling personal brand through thought leadership? This is a three-year game, okay? This is not a one and done, I'm going to do this today and I've got a personal brand. That's BS personal branding from my point of view, right? You need to, first of all, get super clear about your expertise your expertise isn't what you've done. So if you've been a realtor, for example, your expertise isn't that you're a realtor. It's maybe you're a problem solver, maybe you're a creative, maybe you're organized. You know, these are the areas of your expertise. And then based on that expertise, and there's a process we teach people instead of our thought leadership work that really helps you get clarity on that. Then we can take that and find out what types of problems you solve in business. Who are the people who have those problems? So we get clear on that. And we create what's called a cluster. And I learned this from Matt Church, but a cluster is a marriage of your message, your market, and your method of delivery. And the message is all about an acute problem that you solve for a particular target market. And that's the market. And the method of delivery is one-on-one -on -one coaching, group coaching, online, et cetera, et cetera. So we put all that together, turn that into an offer, and then we get you to go out there and start pitching that. Now, that can be done relatively quickly. We do that in a three-day workshop. We show people how to get that going and move that forward. But whether it succeeds or not takes time. That's the part that takes time. People launch one offer and usually think, this is it, I'm, I'm sticking with this offer. And that's okay. But honestly, you should be a little bit agnostic. You should create about you know a dozen or 20 or 30 or 40 or 50 potential offers and start with one, the one that you feel the best about. But... Be open to it failing because it might fail. You might get out there and nobody might like what you have to offer and nobody might buy it. So as long as you're okay and open to failure, you're going to do fine. You know, you're going to do really, really fine because you're agnostic when it comes to exactly which of your offers succeed. We teach people how to do that. And over a one-year period, at least one or two of your offers are going to be successful. Right. And over a three year period, you're probably going to have three, four really strong offers that have been successful. And maybe one or two of them will become what we call a mega cluster. And that's the kind of cluster that can earn you a half a million dollars to a million dollars by itself. And that's what we want to show people. That's what we want people to be able to do is to have a good, strong mega cluster or two inside their practice. And that's how they become thought leaders. See, the challenge is that most people come and do stuff like this. They don't have help. They're not doing well with it because they don't know which way to go. They haven't got the guidance to get themselves there. Or they get the guidance and they find one of these charlatan marketers, these people who don't really care but are really good at selling the sizzle. 
And I tell them, don't buy the sizzle because those people are all sizzle. They're no steak. Us, we're all steak. We're no sizzle. <laughs> oh, I like that. So would you advise a new entrepreneur to do one offer at a time? One at a time. You got to try them out one at a time for 90 days or so, and then you take it from there. But honestly, get help. You got to have a mentor. Don't do anything by yourself. That's the number one thing. Whether you work with us or you work with someone like us, the most important thing you can do is get help and be in a community of like-minded peers, heart-driven people. We've done a really good job of curating a community of heart-driven people who want to succeed. And so when you enter that kind of community, you're going to create great success for yourself. You are upfront in letting the person know that it's going to take a while for you to figure out what's going to work. Because usually when people sell, they sell you this in 30 days, you're going to be, you know how the marketing messages work. You're going to be rich. I'll make you rich. Here's my Ginsu knife. It cuts. It makes breakfast. It makes your bed. That's true. The world we live in. Now, how do they clarify their message? Clarifying your message is an ongoing process. So to tell you the truth, it's not like you can say the cart comes before the horse or vice versa, Right. What you need to do is you need to go through the process of understanding your expertise and what kind of messages you have. I mean, you've gone through life, you've lived, you have had adversity, you've had triumph. And from these, you've learned and you've created certain things that are great about you. I mean, I'll give you an example. One of our clients is a naturopathic doctor. Her name is Dr. Val. And this woman's brilliant. She understands how to make complex nutritional problems simple for people. I mean, really complicated nutritional problems, simple. And for her, it's easy. So like, she didn't think it was a big deal, but we helped her see it. It was really actually a huge deal that she was able to do this. And as a result of this, she was able to get amazing breakthrough results for the overwhelming majority of her clients, right? And I saw that about her and I said, look, we're gonna have you tout this. And when she started touting this, it just took off for her. One of the things she says to people is you've been starved, poisoned, and lied to. Right? It's not your fault you lack energy and you're overweight. And I'm like, damn, that's really, really good. And we helped her come up with that, right? So she used that and she has programs that she offers to people. And she has worked with literally thousands of people in the short time we've been working with her. We've just been working with her for three years. And, you know, she went from being successful, you know, a six-figure type person. And she's doing much, much better than that now, I'll tell you that. That's a good thing. That's what you want to see for clients is that they have that ability to be successful. And we had another fellow. His name was Dan. He was a personal trainer. He worked with us. And Dan would work with anybody with a wallet or a pulse. And he charged $25 an hour. He barely made 18, 19 grand a year. It was terrible like what was going on for him. And you know, we helped him position himself as the go-to person for people with missing limbs. So he was a workout expert for people with missing limbs. He got 400 clients like that. And he used to barely have seven like that, 400 clients. And he went from, you know, being broke to being very successful in a very short period of time. Because, you know, personal trainers, you know, that make so much money, right? Not. <laughs> Another fellow, he was a business coach. His name was Carl. Carl was, you know, doing okay making five, six, seven thousand dollars a month, but he wanted to do better. And he was a coach like every other coach. And he became the coach for lawyers, law firms. And let me tell you, he five folded his income in six months. You know, it was a beautiful thing by just focusing on a niche like that. Why should you niche down? 
and how narrow is good enough? If you're trying to be all things to all people, you'll be nothing to nobody, right? It's just the truth. Who would you rather go see if you've had a heart attack, a general surgeon or someone who's a heart specialist, right? I mean, the truth of the matter is you want to see a specialist, someone who's got special expertise with the problems that you have. So if you niche in working with certain people and solving certain problems, you're going to become known for that more readily than if, hey, I'll help you with your relationship problems. I don't know. I'll help you with your business problems. I'll help you with your health problems. That doesn't have credibility, right? And the narrow you can go, the better, honestly. You know, you want to go narrow, but deep. Now, you've read so many books. If you had to boil it down to one that you'd say has been really pivotal in your career, in your life, which one would you say you've got to read this one? As a man of faith, I'd say that, you know, people should read the Bible because I think that is the most important book for you to read if you're a Christian or considering becoming a Christian. Other than that, the book that had the biggest impact on me was actually not a nonfiction book, but a fiction book. It was called Atlas Shrugged by Ayn Rand. And that book's message was that the nobility of the individual must be respected. And as an individual, if you focus on that and you focus on your God-given gifts and talents, you will become the best version of yourself. So I would recommend that anybody who hasn't read Atlas Shrugged ought to read Atlas Shrugged, but they ought to read all of Ayn Rand's books. The Fountainhead is a, a magisterial book as well, as is Anthem and We the Living, and many, many of her other books. So if you're someone who really wants to find out what is truly inside you, what greatness lies within you, I mean, obviously read the Bible first, but then after that, read Atlas Shrugged. Thank you for that recommendation. What has been the biggest lessons that you have learned in running your business and taking up to be an entrepreneur and choosing to serve people and having this big audacious goal? You got to have a vision. You got to have a desire to serve and you got to have a team. If you're doing it by yourself, it's not going to work. So you need a great mentor. You need a great community to be a part of. But if you're in business for yourself, you're going to need team support for a variety of things. You need help with finances and accounting. You need admin help. You need help with sales, marketing. All of that is important. And the sooner you can wrap your head around getting that together, the better. Now, I can't let you go without asking you what the premise of finish line thinking is. How to think and win like a champion. I have had the good fortune of working with a number of Olympic gold medalists and world record holders. Actually, my lady, she is a three-time Guinness world record holder for running 12 hours on a treadmill. And I was always fascinated by how champion performers thought because they think differently from everybody else. So I studied them and I decided I want to bring uh, my observations on what made them champions to the people. And that's really the premise of it. So if you want to learn how to take your performance from being an also-ran to a top-level gold medal performer, that's a fantastic book to read. Honestly, it's a fantastic book to read, and it's also fantastic for you to say, hey, I want to do this for myself. And if you do, very straightforward, buy the book, take the test. I offer anybody who is reading the book the opportunity to do a complimentary success call with me where we can you know, go through the test that's in the book to see what kind of mindset you have and determine how to apply the mindset of a champion to your business so that you can win bigger and make more money. That really sounds amazing. I love that you say that business is not about numbers, it's about people. How can you add 20,000 to 100,000 to your income this year? First of all, narrow your niche, be clear on the problem you solve and for whom you solve it, and then go inside your warm network and get in front of as many people as possible to do that. If you have a podcast, use your podcast to 
get your message out to more people or use services like the one that you and I use, Podmatch, to help you get on other people's podcasts so that other audiences know who you are as well. That's my biggest piece of advice. And then finally, consider writing a book. These are the three things that will help you get to the next level. And if you need help with any or all of these things, let's jump on a call. You know, I've got a website. You can go over there and there's a button to book a call with me. And the, the website is ecircleacademy.com. And the button's at the top right-hand corner. It says book a success call. And all you got to do is let me know that you listen to Priscilla's show. And you want help figuring these things out for yourself. I'm happy to do it for you. Oh, thank you for that, Nikki. Now, Nikki, my last question is always, what has faith meant to you on your journey? Oh, that's a great question. You know, without faith, I don't think anything is possible in life. And faith comes from, for me, uh, a belief in God and a belief in my Savior, Jesus Christ. And on the days where I'm not feeling good about myself, I remind myself that it's not about me, it's not for me. All the glory is to God. And if I focus on serving Him, and on serving the people that he's brought me here on this earth to serve, I'm going to be great. Such wise words. Thank you so much, Nikki. And to our audience, please go to www.ecircleacademy.com appointment and get that chance to talk to Nikki and let him help you in getting unstuck and getting your business moving. Thank you so much, Nikki, for your time and for your wisdom. My pleasure, Priscilla. Thanks for having me on the show. If you got any value out of today's episode, please do me two massive favors. One, please share it with someone that you know would benefit from this information. And secondly, please leave us a review in your podcast listening app. This will help us grow the show and get bigger and bigger guests that will benefit you even more. Thank you so much for that. And again, thank you for your time. I absolutely value your time. Thank you for spending time with us listening to the Reinventing Perspectives podcast. Thank you and see you again next week.